Welcome to Podcasting Experiments from the Creative Studio. Most podcasters stick with the normal podcasting practices, but you, you're different. You like to try different things. You do it like this, and then you break the mold. Now, in this fifth season, we're going to be talking with people that are doing something unique with their podcast. Maybe it's their format, their philosophy, their niche, whatever it is. We're going to find out what makes them tick. We're going to see what works and what doesn't. We'll see what we can learn and then be able to apply to our own podcast as well. You can visit our website at podcastingexperiments.com. Welcome back to Podcasting Experiments. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host. And today I'm excited to bring another exciting guest with their podcasting story. And today's guest is Natalie Champlin, and she was the third season host of the Mentee Podcast. And so we're going to talk a lot about her journey and some of the workings behind the podcast that she was the host of because she was not the creator of that podcast. And so there was a lot of interesting stories that went on behind the scenes um, and even in front of the scenes as well for what took place for her to be able to become that host. And so we're just going to jump right into the episode, and we're going to start with Natalie telling us exactly how she first got into podcasting to start with. Yeah. So podcasting for me started in April of 2018 when I was voted in to be the season three host of the Mentee podcast. Um I had been a listener of The Mentee for the prior year, and uh, that was season two. So I was listening to a guy named Adam uh, talk about his story, and I joined the community, and I had gotten to know Jeff, who was the founder of the podcast. Uh, I ended up going to an event with Adam and a couple other people from the community and just made friends and connections and somehow... Somehow got voted in, and that's that's how it started. Can you kind of give a little bit more of your understanding of the mindset and the reasoning, and maybe some like the workings behind yeah. what Jeff was doing with that? Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff started the podcast because he was working in a uh, medical sales position, and in the series of I think just a week. Uh, a coworker who was about his age had a, I think it was a heart attack or a stroke or something really significant uh, health issue. And his income got slashed. Uh, he was a commissions-based income and they had to adjust things. And so he he all of a sudden realized that he wasn't really in control of his income and his uh, you know, financial situation and wanted to change that. So he had heard the quote, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. And decided to go on this journey of finding great mentors who could help him go from employee to entrepreneur. And the short story is that about 10 months, 10, 11 months later, he ended up in a relationship with Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, who wrote the book, The One Thing. And Jeff is now a business partner with them and is building a uh, a business and a podcast that revolve around this book. and. So when, you know, season one was coming to an end, he was working both at the One Thing company as well as doing this podcast and it was just too much for him. And so he thought, well, I got to shut this thing down. Like it's, you know, I've I've found my full-time gig and I don't need this side hustle anymore. And so, yeah, I'll just shut it down. And 
Jay, who's his business partner, said, well, why don't you just leverage what we've been teaching you about uh, creating success you know, through and with other people and have a host that's not you, right? So someone else will host the podcast and you can mentor them and help them grow and develop and upgrade their five. So that was kind of genius, I guess. And he was like, oh, and a, a light bulb came on and you know, he put it out there and he got, they got a ton of uh, people who were interested, whittled it down to two different people who kind of had this, um, I don't know, like almost like a TV show, you know, where they have kind of the final people and they're like, Hey, here's why you should choose me. And here's why you should choose me. And, uh, and so Adam is the one that got voted in and, and it just became sort of this same process. So each season would be a new host who would be mentored by Jeff and, you know, we would work on their business to help them grow. For example, Adam had a uh, CrossFit gym. So Jeff helped mentor Adam to grow his gym. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of how it ended up working out. I think it was really interesting as he was going through that. And of course, I had this podcast going already. I hadn't started this season yet where we're, I was interviewing people. But then when I did approach this season, he was one of the first people. It's like, I've never heard of a podcast that did anything like this to where he was the host. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, here you take over. It's still my podcast, but you take over mm -hmm. the host. And of course he made some different appearances and things like that. And having like kind of like live coaching sessions or whatever. And yeah. so I'm like, man, that's just is really interesting the way that works. And I haven't really heard other podcasts do that. I've heard to where like one podcast would switch over and there'd be a different host altogether. And the other person stepped away and it was it had nothing to do with it basically after yeah. that point. But I've never had had seen this type of relationship with the podcast and the to be able to see the reception and or hear about the reception and things like that that were going on with it and the progress that different people were being able to make and it then was able to bring different perspectives. Yeah. So yeah. then we get to the end of season two and then Jeff and Adam come out and say, Hey, now we're looking for a host for season number three. And yeah. so <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and pick it up there with your story, your thought process and how that all came to be. Yeah, this, this is the interesting part. And I do want to say that um, what ended up working out really, really well um, with the mentee was when, you know, like Jeff and Adam would have conversations where Jeff was coaching Adam specifically on Adam's business. People loved those episodes. And the other episodes were kind of the style, like the interview style, but it was sort of a behind the scenes, pull back the curtain and get to hear what, uh, you know, the host and their mentor were talking about. And so it was these conversations that most people don't get to hear because uh, a lot of them are really high level people who were mentoring, you know, the three of us. And so I think that's, that's part of why it was kind of an interesting um, style too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so my, my story with coming into it was uh, interesting. So I know Adam and I know Jeff really, really well, and they're great friends. And I know for Adam, the podcast actually became kind of a distraction for him, just like it did with Jeff. Interestingly enough, um, Adam, 
his, his primary focus was running his CrossFit business. And while the podcast did add so much value to him and it was a really great thing, um, ultimately it was, it was difficult to have both of those going at the same time. And so, um, you know, naturally with a season was eventually going to end and a new host would come, but it was, it was good because then Adam could refocus on his business. He had learned a whole lot about himself and about, um, you know, running a business, being an entrepreneur. So when I came in, um, I, I was in this position where I had been building a marketing and branding agency and I kind of had this epiphany that that's not what I wanted to do anymore. And I was more interested in leadership development and personal development and wanting to teach and facilitate and coach that for other people. So I applied to host season three, thinking that my journey would be more of uh, documenting, you know, me growing my business and uh, getting help from Jeff and these other mentors. Well, um, what ended up happening is I became sort of the CEO of the mentee and became the behind the scenes person in addition to being the host because, um, that was the role that Jeff needed. And so when I took on season three, it was to build the podcast um, community, you know, build the the show itself and um, to focus on the, the mentee as my business. And so um, it like that, that was interesting. And uh, to be honest, to be completely frank with you, it did not work out. And I am season three has ended, it ended at the end of 2018. And as of this recording, it's January 2019. But uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I think I'll leave it right there. And maybe you have some questions about that. But um, it was things just took lots of unexpected turns with season three. Yeah. I know that you had some um, shifts in your focus as well. I know that you were sick there for a while too. And that's not an easy thing for a podcaster to have to deal with when you have yeah. a extended period of being sick. And it's like, okay, now I've got to record with this gruff, whatever voice. And I, I think I whatever. lost my voice like two or three times during my season. I was like, really? I'm a podcaster. Like you can't lose your voice. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody listening can probably identify with, with those type of issues if they've yeah. been a podcaster for any period of time. And it's like, okay, it's time to record, but my voice is just not working right now. And yeah, so totally. one thing I really love about all of that is that each of you, Jeff, Adam, and yourself, you guys are like, yeah, let's do this. And uh, you get in there and you work stuff and you're, you're trying a lot of different things out. And then you guys come to the realization, okay, we need to make some shifts. We need to make some adjustments. This isn't mm -hmm. working like we thought it would work. And let's try to do this. And you guys had to, in some cases, make some pretty tough decisions when it came to, okay, I guess it's about time to um, move on to the next person, or we're just going to go ahead and just hit pause or stop on this. And yeah. Um, and so. I think that's a good lesson for other podcasters because I know there's a lot of people it's like they just kind of drag things on and <laughs> it's it's like they don't want to yeah. they don't want to officially make that decision because it, it seems like like a failure. But yeah. I mean yeah. would, I mean would you view um the 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 conclusion of the mentee or at least season three of the mentee as a failure? 
No, not at all. Um, so to be clear with the people who are listening, the Mentee Podcast um, season three is over as of December 2018, and it's on pause. So there's not a season four that's being planned right now, but it's also not totally off the table. So, um, you know, I it's not a for me. It absolutely was not a failure. Um, Jeff and I learned a lot. We had some really tough conversations, but, you know, I think sometimes people are afraid to deal with conflict and um, confrontation that's sort of like stressful and intense, but Jeff is amazing. And, uh, you know, it was, we have a great relationship still. And and one of the things he said to me was, you know, I cared about you before season three started and I'm going to care about you after it. You know, I, I want to make sure that this doesn't um, change our, our friendship or relationship. And so, um, you know, I think that was for me, like a testament to how sometimes we can be scared to fail and that maybe people are going to leave or we're going to be out on our own or we've screwed up and just people are going to think we've, we're screw ups. But really I think Jeff and I both learned a whole lot about ourselves and about the other person and, you know, what, what might need to happen for this to work in the future. And, um, you know, a lot of that was just really healthy conflict, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that's the, uh, the, the view that I got as a listener being able to kind of follow the journey of, of the whole process. Well, and I think part of it too, is that what ended up happening to Adam in a sense ended up happening to me too, because Running and growing the mentee podcast business just wasn't in alignment with what I truly wanted to do with my life. And it wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted to put my focus on. And so in, in a sense, essentially that just, uh, that grew apart and what I, uh, you know, what I really want to do professionally is, uh, coaching and facilitating leadership development. And so, you know, we, we just kind of came to that realization. And then, uh, you know, I told Jeff, like, I just, I can't be your CEO. That's not, that's just not what's in alignment for me. And he was more than supportive and would constantly tell me, you know, I'm, I am your number one cheerleader and I am the first person who wants you to be successful and, and help you with that. And so, um, you know, without going through that season of the podcast, I wouldn't have learned as what I did about myself. I wouldn't have stretched and grown and um, made these new connections and relationships with these people that I never thought I could be in a relationship with. And, um, you know, I, I still have that um, deep community and friendship with the other people who are a part of our uh, paid community. And, you know, Jeff and I's relationship is um, deeper than it was before season three, that kind of thing. So yeah, it was like, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn from it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I, I didn't even totally plan this, this part of the conversation, but I'm glad, I'm glad this is uh, uh, come up though, because there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that, that need to realize that it's okay to take a chance mm-hmm. and to, for it not to work out. And yeah. then you can just learn from that. Oh, and yeah. and so because there's a lot of people that are afraid to start a podcast because they're they're afraid that it's whatever whatever illusion they have in their head or whatever dream they think they have they don't think they're going to be able to accomplish 
what mm-hmm. they want to accomplish. And so they don't even try. And, and so they're, they're just too afraid of being able to do that. And so yeah. well, one thing I've, I've learned, cause I listen to a lot of podcasts about podcasting and there's a <laughs> lot of people that have quote unquote made it big in the podcasting industry. But a lot of times the podcast that they're known for is not their first podcast. Oh, and so, um, there's a, I forget her real name, but grammar girl, um, she's, she's been able to make appearances on Oprah and whatever, all kinds of different national Dang, TV Gina, shows that's and good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but I mean, uh, that's not her first podcast. And so she started yeah. something else and it didn't work out. And then she started over and, and that she was able to learn from the things that didn't work well and made some adjustments. And then she was able to be able to make a, a popular podcast that was able to launch her into a lot of different uh, things. And so um, there, there's a lot of people that have a similar story to that. And so, um, I mean, for me, I mean, I've tried a, a lot of different podcasts. I mean, there's a bunch of podcasts that I don't know. I probably started six or seven or eight of them. And because they, they were great ideas when, when it was in my yeah. head and, and it's like, here, let me try it out. And I would try it and I would get a little bit into it. And it's like, no, this isn't quite what I was <laughs> hoping it would be. And it's not going where I thought it would. And so I would stop yeah. it. And so, um, and I, I had to learn that it's okay to do that. Yeah. Well, if you go back and listen to my first, I don't know, four or five episodes, <laughs> They're terrible. Like they're terrible compared to <laughs> to what they ended up being. And you know, I do want to share since it, your your audience are uh, the people who are thinking of podcasting or are podcasters. One of the things that really, really accelerated um, my skill set of being a podcaster was I would listen to my episode three or four times, and I would write down and I would make lists of things that I want to improve on. Um, for saying the word, um, <laughs> mm. I, I said that so, so much when I first started, I'd said the word like, and I thought there's no way I'm going to get better at this, but you become conscious of those things. You become conscious of the ums and the likes and the funny idiosyncrasies that you have, and you begin adjusting those things. And so no one is perfect. And it can be really painful to produce work that you don't even like or you think is subpar. But the only way to develop expertise and proficiency at something is by doing the work. I mean, we don't get better at playing football when we sit on the bench. We get mm-hmm. better by playing football, right? Yeah. And I think that's perfect, even though I think we probably lost half the audience as soon as you just said, listen to yourself. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people that, that don't like to hear their own voice, and so they avoid trying to listen to their, their self. But Well, if you want to improve, I mean, if you don't want to improve, then don't do what it takes, right? But if it's painful, but it helps you grow, like, is it worth it? I guess mm-hmm. that's the question you have to ask yourself, is if you're willing to to go through the hard work and effort that it takes to grow and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so it, it takes getting over yourself and and being able to objectively listen and critique yourself to to be able to do that kind of thing. And so I probably need to do that more with myself, but I know I've made a lot of improvements 
because I've done, I don't know, a couple hundred episodes since I started podcasting many nice. years ago. And so I've gotten a lot better. And if I were to go back and listen to some of my early stuff, I could probably notice a very big difference in the things that yeah. I say, because I was definitely an um machine. And so, oh yeah, we're all sloppy, right? <laughs> we're all sloppy when we start. It's just the people who keep going that end up rising to the top. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what, what's the, uh, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I mean, yeah, that, that's just, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just wondering too, is there anything else that you can think of that, um, that you or, or that you know of was tried, um, for the Minty podcast um, that that maybe like maybe wasn't quote, quote unquote the normal thing for a podcast um, that um, whether it worked out or it didn't. Yeah, I think that, well, when you ask that question, here's what I think about. Jeff had a conversation with Pat Flynn, who if you're in the podcasting world, Pat Flynn's a, he's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. He's a great podcaster, very successful. And there's an episode that Jeff does where he and Pat talk about the niche that the mentee podcast was going to take. And there's so many podcasts out there. And there's a book called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy, where it's essentially this idea that sometimes we get into these red oceans where there's lots of blood in the water, right? There's lots of sharks. They've all been swirling around and just there's, there's so much competition, But if we can move through that red water and find a really specific niche, like you've got a great niche. I mean, uh, unique podcasting styles, like that's a very niche topic. And so if you can find something blue ocean, meaning there's not a lot of competition, you know, there's not a bunch of sharks in the water who are trying to like bite you, right? Mm. But um, so I, I think that was one thing that the mentee did really well was this idea of having conversations with mentors that most people don't get to listen to because we're talking to these really high level people who've done extremely amazing and successful things. Um, I think that really rang true and was different from every other podcast that was, you know, I'm going to interview entrepreneurs and this, this podcast is for entrepreneurs. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's a different flavor to it. And that stands out. And a lot, you know, some people don't want to listen to that, but there's a whole bunch of people that do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I I like that idea as far, as far as the niche, uh, I actually have an episode that I'm going to be coming up with here in the near future where it kind of takes the opposite approach of I'm going to do a podcast, but I'm going to on purpose, not niche myself down. And so I got something coming a little bit later on that. And so, yes, I'm going to talk about that in an upcoming episode. But, I mean, for the majority of people, it is good to be able to find that niche and to be able to, like you were saying there, be able to find a thing that's that's rare as well. But Yeah, which is really aligned, right? Like really hits the nail on the head and Mm -hmm. really resonates with people. I think that's where you can get listeners who are become raving fans is because they just love what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But I also think that... Uh, and I've studied entrepreneurship and I worked at a entrepreneurship center at a college. And one of the things we talk about is ideas versus opportunities. And ideas are a dime a dozen. We all have ideas, but if you can find and validate that there's a true opportunity for you to serve a, um, 
uh, a market and bring value to them. I think that's kind of the intersection of where people start to see and feel more success is when you're actually adding significant, meaningful value to people. And there's an opportunity, not just a a cool idea that you had, you know? Mm-hmm. Not to say that you're, you know, you can't have cool ideas, right? I mean, I think that's where the creativity and fun and interesting stuff comes from, but it also has to be um, meaningful to your listeners too, right? Unless you want to be the only one listening to your podcast, then I guess you just talk about whatever the heck you want and, <laughs> you know, call those mm-hmm. practice episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. So I like that. Well, and I will say, um, I have I have actually moved on and I've started my own podcast and it's a very different format from the one that I did with the mentee. The mentee was 30, 40, 45 minute interview episodes. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm doing now is a daily show and they're five, six minute episodes. And honestly, the reason why I'm doing it is to stay sharp and to continue to work on my podcasting skills. And it's also a way for me to see what kind of topics and titles really hit with people, you know, which ones do I have a spike in listeners and which ones do I get more engagement from? And that's all really good marketing data that I am using to develop and grow the, you know, the business that I'm working on now. So, you know, for those people who are thinking about starting a podcast, I say do it and if you don't want to share it with anybody, then don't share it with people and just start and get 10 episodes under your belt and, you know, see how you feel. And at least you'll be 10 episodes in and 10 episodes more experienced. And that's a great way to start. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the name of the podcast that you have now? The one I have now is called My Best Self, and it's about helping people to find unshakable confidence and, you know, live productively based on principles of success and principles of time management. All right. I hope you really enjoyed hearing about Natalie and her podcasting journey as she was on the Mentee Podcast, as well as her own personal podcast that she has now. And so I would definitely encourage you to go and check that out. The link will be in the show notes. So you should be able to swipe it right there in your app, or you can go to podcastingexperiments.com and go to the show notes and see the links for yourself for all the things that we talked about, as well as if you'd like to be able to get a hold of Natalie, that would definitely be an option for you to be able to take care of. Now, as we wrap this episode up, I did want to say thank you for the time that you invested in this podcast. And I would definitely invite you to share this with your uh, friends that may be interested in podcasting, whether they've already started or they are just looking to get started. And so we definitely encourage you to share this podcast if you found uh, some value in it. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Podcasting Experiments, and we will see you on the next episode. Podcasting Experiments is a production of Podcast Guy Media, LLC at podcastguymedia.com.